Joining us now, he is the 2013 Wells Fargo champion, PGA Tour player Derek Ernst joins us. Derek, welcome to the golf shop. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, so I, first off, I got to ask you with uh, with the PGA and then the Corn Ferry Tour uh, on hold right now. Uh, we've we've had several players on from different tours, and it's it's kind of been a mixed bag. Some guys are playing, some guys aren't playing. Some guys have plans. Other guys are just kind of going out and, and ad hoc playing or practicing. Uh, what's your schedule looked like over these last uh, six or seven weeks? Uh, I haven't touched a club. Uh, I don't even know when the last time was. I uh, I finished up in Leon, Mexico from the Corn Ferry event, and I wasn't going to play the next two events, uh, on the PGA and we had a two week break on the corn ferry. And so I took a few days off and, um, started getting back into it after a week and a half off. Um, and then once Friday hit, um, that week of the players, it was just kind of like, all right, let's just take a break. And this break has lasted, uh, a little longer than I thought. Um, but honestly, I haven't really touched the club. Um, at all. I've just been focusing on my fitness and hanging out with my uh, family and my two little girls. Yeah, and uh, so that's obviously been... Uh, were, were you going to end up being able to play as a past champion at the Wells Fargo, which would have been this week, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I wasn't going to be in the field because my five-year exemption was up, hmm. but um, obviously you know, I was going to ask for a, a sponsor pick or do a Monday qualifier or somehow right. find a way to get in the tournament just because it's uh, very dear to my heart. Yeah, I was going to say, so what is it about Quail Hollow that seems to light a fire for you? I mean, yeah, you were the 2013 champion, but it seemed like every other time that you teed it up here, your name was on the leaderboard. Yeah, I just um, I just love the golf course, man. It just seems to, it, it fits my eye. Um, it's, a, it's a narrow driving golf course, which I, I like driving it straight. Um, and then it doesn't require going too low just because it's a longer golf course, um, you know, and it's tough. And I, I thrive on that kind of golf course. Um, I love playing even the corn fair, some of the corn fairy uh, golf courses like uh, Pumpkin Ridge or when we go and play um, in Evansville, Indiana at Victoria National. I just, I love golf courses that are uh, high demand. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. I mean, we always talk about. I mean, we see Tiger Woods has always, you know, has had success at certain golf courses, winning places seven times. And uh, you know, it it does seem like that there are uh, horses for certain courses. And like you said, it, it does come down to how a course fits your eye potentially, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. I mean, you see a lot of guys on tour choosing different weeks to play, and. Um, you know, they they choose those tournaments because they know they play well. They know that golf course fits their eye. And it's the same for everybody. You know, it's the same for me. I love going to Quail just because it fits my eye for some reason. Don't know why. You know, some of us don't really have an, an example why. But, you know, it's, it's um, it does. And, and I love just being there. I love the atmosphere. And being a past champion, I get welcomed there uh, very humbly. Yeah, so from a standpoint, you know, you've obviously spent time on the PGA Tour and on the Corn Ferry Tour. How fine a line is it between the two tours? And in terms of, you know, once you get on the PGA Tour, how hard is it week in and week out to, you know, have to think about maintaining your card? And then as you get back down on the Corn Ferry Tour, 
what is the what is it like mentally to try and work really hard to get back up onto the onto the PGA Tour? Where where's that line fall, and how hard is it slipping back and forth? Yeah, it was funny. I was reading an article about Alex Chaka, uh playing those um, outlaw tour events over in um, where is that in Arizona and lighten and, it, and lighten uh, it up. He was just mentioned. Yeah, he's lighting it up. But he was just talking about the same thing, like how there's there's really no difference. He's like, man, I play 18 holes with these new 22 year old hotshot kids. Um, there's they're out driving me by whatever. This is you know him quoting it and stuff. And he goes, I don't see the difference. Like this guy should beat me. But he goes, but then after three rounds, I can out edge him because I'm mentally stronger. And and I think that's the difference. Is physically there is no difference. Uh, between PGA and Corn Ferry players. But it's over a stretch of four rounds, who's mentally stronger? And who can, who's got more willpower? Who's got more determination? And I think that's the only difference is who, who wants it bad enough. And when it boils down to it, that's, that's who's going to come out on top. Now, from a mental t- toughness standpoint, do you think it's – maybe the mental the mental part comes more into play when you're not swinging well or you're not hitting it well and being able to grind out an under par score as opposed to maybe not having that mental toughness or that experience and you end up shooting maybe an even par score on the PGA tour that might not affect you as much but on the corn ferry tour if that happens I mean we see on the corn ferry tour every week you shoot 66 a lot of times to maintain you shoot 72, you've just shot yourself in the foot. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, there, and that just comes with the type of courses that we play that are different. I mean, it's not that, you know, if you throw the PGA Tour guys on these corn ferry courses, I think they're going to shoot 20-something under every week as well. Um, it's it's just how the courses are set up. I think the PGA Tour just plays a lot more difficult golf courses. Um and the corn ferry does a great job. I mean, they, they throw these pins in some crazy spots to try and make it as, as challenging as they can for us. Um, but I just think some of the courses, we have a lot more wedges in our hands where we can go at those pins, even though they're, they're tough. But, yes, if, you're, if you shoot 72, you know, mentally you're going, oh, man, and you're on the corn ferry, you're like, man, this is, i got to go shoot a pretty low score because sometimes those cuts after two rounds, um, you know, could be – six, seven, eight under par sometimes. So, um, you know, you, you got to go out and shoot a good, good round, but yeah, if, mentally you're going to have those days too. I mean, no one ever has their game every single day. So if you can somehow scratch out under par or at least, you know, one to three under par, um, on your bad days, um, then you're going to be fine. And that's how some of these guys become great. Again, we're talking with uh, PGA Tour player and 2013 Wells Fargo Championship winner Derek Ernst. And, you know, as you start looking towards the season and when it's going to restart, uh, when when do you start practicing, playing? What's the combination? What's going to work for you? Is it a lot of practice? Is it a defined practice schedule? Is it a combination of practice and playing? We see some guys are just saying, hey, I'm just going to start putting the peg in the ground and, and go have at it and play some golf. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Uh, I actually have a tea time tomorrow morning. I'm going to go play with some some friends here uh, that I've been hanging out with, with and keeping my social distancing from, uh, just some neighbors here. And uh, I don't know, just we're going to go goof around, and they're, they're not going to be able to, 
to judge me as much as versus my uh, guys I play with on the tour. So um, I, I have nothing to lose, really. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be fun. I'm starting tomorrow. I'm just going to go play. And I think that's what my routine's going to be is I'm going to play, you know, a few days in a row, just kind of see. And then, you know, once I kind of get that under my foot, then I'm going to, you know, start grinding and practicing on the fundamentals and, you know, working on putting tracks and doing drills and things like that. Now, before the break, you were talking about that you weren't going to play the next two weeks on the Corn Ferry Tour uh, or, or anywhere for that matter. Uh, there's going to be, it looks like, as it stands right now, there are 11 Corn Ferry Tour events. So, obviously, a shortened season. We know how important points are to get into that top 25. Do you, I mean, do you really see yourself or do you see everybody trying to squeeze in all 11 of those events? Um, yeah, I do. I mean, I mean, we're, this is basically our off season right now, you know, is what this has turned into. So, uh, and for me personally, like I am um, just working out every single day um, and I'm trying to just get in good shape because I know that it's just going to be a grind once we get out there. Cause I, even my status on the corn ferry is not, it's not full status. So Luckily, I played a few decent events that kind of reshuffle up um, into the contrary events, but I'm going to just keep playing, especially if I'm playing well. Um, I'll keep playing, but, you know, if I have a couple weeks where it seems like, you know, after the first four, guarantee I'm going to play the first four, um, and then it's like, okay, let's evaluate, you know, do I need to take a week off and work on something, or let's, you know, if I'm playing well, let's keep going. So I'm planning on just kind of playing it by ear, um, seeing how I'm feeling, seeing how uh, my game is, and go from there. Now, the first event back, I believe, is down at Sawgrass on Dyes Valley Course. Have you played that thing before? I have. Back in 15, that's where the uh, Corn Ferry Tour Championship was. Okay. So uh, so of these 11 events, are, th- are there any Quail Hollow-like courses that set up really well for your eye? I haven't. I saw the first six Corn Ferry uh tournaments and um i like tbc colorado because it's a longer narrow golf course um i don't know the course that we're playing the second week in st augustine it it was something with the bear something in there (laughs) um they've completely redone the whole schedule and they sent out uh, an email to us uh, i think it was thursday and um, just kind of revamping the schedule for the first six events. Gotcha. Um, and we're going to be in San Antonio for two weeks playing uh, where the Valero is. Um, I don't know if it's the Valero anymore. Sorry, PJ Tour. Um, but it's um, the it's both courses there. They have two separate golf courses there at that JW Marriott Hotel and stuff. And we're going to be there for two weeks, which will be nice. That'll be week five and six. So, um, but yeah. I'm, ah. I'm excited to get back into it, man. I've just been been bored a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so you guys are playing courses I don't even see on here because, for me, it, it, the schedule shows Sawgrass, then Wichita, then Utah, then Colorado, then Illinois, then Missouri, and Nebraska, nothing in Texas. So, obviously, they've got a revamped schedule coming out soon. Yeah, they just sent it. They just sent out to the Corn Ferry guys um, on Thursday evening, I think it was, or maybe it was even yesterday on Friday. Um but, yeah, just kind of redoing the whole schedule. It goes uh, Ponte Vedra, the die course, and then we go to St. Augustine, you know, 30 minutes away. Um, and then we go to Utah, 
Colorado, and then both the courses there at TPC uh, San Antonio. And that's uh, the first six events. All right. So basically, so, so the in, the uh, Springfield, Illinois, and Springfield, Missouri are both uh, maybe pushed back at this point or out, and you're taking over to yeah, San Antonio. Yeah, I didn't I didn't read the whole thing. I just saw yeah. the schedule uh, listed um, on the end, and just kind of looked at that, and I just glanced over it. So, um, but yeah, I don't know if they're canceling them or if they're just moving them. And since they're merging the two seasons. Uh, you know, I don't know what the schedule looks like in the fall, which ones are going to be played. And then I'm sure it's just going to be a normal, regular, like it was supposed to be this year, uh, schedule for 2021. Okay. Well, well, Derek, really appreciate you taking out some time to talk with us this morning. Good luck and uh, stay safe. And uh, we'll be looking for your name at the top of the leaderboards. All righty. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Thanks a lot.